All right, keep you guys keep talking. Yeah, ever since. Hold on, you you don't have to say anything right now, Leroy. I like take this opportunity to say fuck you, Fry Daddy. You ugly son of a bitch. You Scooby Doo looking bastard. You know what? Your wrestling career is much like your mom and dad's sex life—a mistake, okay? And how they birthed it, you, you ugly, dumb bastard. I do not know. <laughs> I will not allow anybody else to try and break me down. Break me down, nah. Break me nah. down, nah. Time to make a point. Let them know that I'm the greatest around. Y'all yeah. about to watch an insurrection. It's my time to make a statement. I'm about to interject it. I don't care about your perception. I'm likely to just reject it. I hope you're ready, cause it's the resurrection of perfection. Yeah. I will not allow anybody else yeah. to try and break me down. Break me down, break you, break me down, nah. break me down. Time to make a point, let them know that I'm the greatest around. Y'all yeah. about to watch an insurrection. Yeah. It's my time to make yeah. a statement. Yeah. I'm about to interject it. I don't care about your yeah. perception. Yeah. I'm likely to just yeah. reject it. Yeah. I hope you're ready, yeah. cause it's the yeah. resurrection yeah. of yeah. the yeah. 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 They will. Wrestle flow, 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 yeah. Yo, what's going on, good people? Welcome to the 810 podcast. And I am here with my friends and family. Not really my family, but with my friends. But you can call my family too, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, it's awkward. But you know, I'm here with the belt guy. I'm here with Leroy, and I got a special guest. I'm here with wrestling hair guy. When I went to All Out with, uh, you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the good people here at the Eight One Zero. I mean, you know me as Mr. Belt God, aka Fuck You Fry Daddy. A.K. Where's my damn ticket, wrestling hair guy? Uh, <laughs> A.K. We better get our damn tickets to AEW Dynamite. Leroy. Well, you know, if you don't know who I am, my name is Nancy Leroy, A.K.A. That Man, A.K.A. That Nancy Man, the president of the Nancy Nation and the leader of the Nancy team. And also, your girlfriend's your wrestler. What? And also the mayor of Poundtown, so. All right, all right. What's up, guys? It's this guy, wrestling hair guy that never sits on his fucking couch to watch pay-per-views. I'm always there in every pay-per-view with the hair designs. <laughs> all right. Hold on. So, uh, we're all here to talk about all out. Hold on. Can he redo that? What? He didn't even sound, that didn't even sound believable. <laughs> Did you remember the guy? Yeah, can, can he redo that? Uh, he, he needs to redo that. Can, can we revisit that? It's like Vince McMahon read him that script and he just didn't agree with it. I don't give a damn if we're live. Guys, cut Cut the commercial. Cut the commercial. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just joking. This podcast is fueled by wine right now. 
talk about our our thoughts and want to review it you know what's going to happen in the uh future um let me start with of course the bell guy real quick on this one well, i'll tell you about this okay i don't think that they'll be using the lift again okay i think we're going to ban the lift for a little while that's one of the worst ideas in uh, AEW. They're going to have to stop going up top and uh, spare some of their people because we're going to have a skinny roster in a little while if we keep going big spots. Now, Vaughn, there's, there's a rumor on the streets. The streets are talking. Man. I put my ear to the streets to listen. And I heard All Out, all out uh, was almost fallout. Is there, any, uh, is there any truth to this rumor that you almost fell out? A couple of times, honestly. Uh, parking lot yes. when I wear them black ass pants. If you're no, black and you wear and, and you wearing black stuff, it's not a good idea. It, more heat generates to you. All right. Well, hold on. You guys was at the Daily Place. It's the same place where Nasty Leroy made his debut in a suede fucking suit and stuff, and he was dancing. Okay, and my boy Nasty, we were out as as excited as I was to see him make his AEW debut. I was concerned for his safety because the man looked like he was about to pass out at any second. So when I saw you in wrestling hair guy and he was wearing all black, I said, Jesus Christ, I don't know if I was going to make it. The secret to that, the secret to that is. I just wear my shorts the whole fucking day. Hold on. And I literally, I literally, they had to, literally had to come get me. They had literally had to come get me in the car. And I literally went from the car, took me all the way to the, where they, where they, you know, the tapings and was at. And, and I had my, that's where I put my suit on then. And then I took my suit off. Well, after I did my appearance, I just, hold on. I knew I wasn't going to be in my suit all day. Hey, did you just big league us? I guess you guys did. Did you just big league us? Oh, wrestling hair guy, Vaughn had to walk to their seats. And you talk about this cart and rolling you to some dressing room, and you get to put on a suit and you take off your suit, and you you're wearing shorts, looking like when you take your yearbook photos and stuff. Like, what what are we talking about here? Yeah, the assistant. <laughs> I think all the wrestlers down. I think all the wrestlers down there looked like they were going to church on Sunday. Because they like, all dressed up. Uh, it's a long ass walk. It's a long ass walk to get from the locker room to to the Bailey's place where they taping us. That's so they uh, they knew I was gonna make it. So they was like, "Hey, get him." It was like so. Cody was like, "Hey, get him." Uh, Get gave him a cart. They gave me the cart again. As soon as I came out the locker room, I got in the car, got cart. I ran. I didn't, not ran, but I got dropped off. I ran up to the place, uh, past the the dusty position, and I went down into the audience and I did my thing and did the nasty swing. I took my. I really got in the cart. Got in the cart. Uh, Joey was nowhere to be found. 
with what one of the other wrestlers that's now released. He was there. He's like, hey, mate, you uh, you in the locker room? I said, yep. And went into the locker room. I changed, take off my pants and put on my shorts. And my, and my nasty were a t-shirt. Wait, well, that's a team t-shirt at the time. What, what wrestler was released that said, hey, mate, um, that said this? Uh, Mr. Havoc. All right. Oh, have it. So. All right. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm I'm interested in wrestling hair guys account of this whole situation. Wrestling hair guy, can you bring us back to the beginning where this became from an ideal to a reality that you and Vaughn, minus myself, uh was gonna make it all all out. <laughs> Why? Well, I, 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 I said, "Well, Bonnie, if you want, if you're down to go to the pay per view, let me know because I'm always at every pay per view. So the ones I, I haven't missed no pay per view. So if Vaughn was gonna say no, they were telling him by pairs. So if you were to say no, I would have had an empty seat next to me. I would have invited you." The belt god is never second choice for everybody out here listening. The belt god will never be second choice. Wrestling hair guy and I got some. We got some things to iron out when we get off the air. Uh, oh, you guys got heat a little bit. <laughs> well, no, he, no, he just a little wine. I'll, I'll let him know it's. I'll let him know which bottle he can send over to smooth things out. <laughs> All right, back back to the interview. Let's let's talk about the first match, uh, Joey Janela versus Sempentico. Uh What you guys think about that? Hold one? on, and y'all please call Joey Janela what I've been saying he is the hardest working man in independent wrestling right now, and it's in pro wrestling in general. Yeah, now I'm just like, the man's bouncing around from AEW bookings and stuff to various independent bookings. What he's doing right now is kind of incredible. Mm-hmm. A lot of people stay at AEW and say, okay, I've made it, I've arrived. But Joey's taking on multiple bookings. In the he's doing it for love of pro wrestling. Yeah, so he got to be the hardest working man in pro wrestling right now. Yes, I, I agree. I've seen him lay money on the fucking table. Like, doesn't even... This is how... I can say to you from my point of view. Um, the shows that I was at with him, he didn't even go up to the merchandise table. He just went to the back. He went on the phone. He made his dinner reservations, all that kind of stuff. And then that's what he did. He did, he like um like um, hey, I'm sick, and I but I kind of believe it. This is how Joey is. Um. He was at Russell Pro and didn't even even go up to the table and didn't even share his merch. You know, unlike her, just like Brian Myers did. He really went to go do his renovation, took a few pictures with the fans, and then, you know, went to go eat out with Brandy, probably. He just, right. he just does it for the love of pro wrestling. Like, like, that's you, you know, I like to get to the love of your point so we can move on to the first pass, sir. Yes, we I'm he just, just loves pro wrestling and he's doing a lot of stuff that is putting on people. He's he's, he's uh, hard working and it's like you're a good point. Joey, that means Leroy loves you. On to the first match. Well, you know that. 
back back on Sapentico versus Joey Janela, uh, assisted by Sonny Kiss and Sapentico with uh, Doctor Luther or Luther as they call him in AEW. Uh, wrestling hair guy, what do you think about this match, man? That match when I was, I was watching it, I think it was pretty good because I thought uh, Joey was going to go over, but how he was doing all these. When he, um, was doing all his matches and that stuff, like doing his moves and everything like that, mm. uh, make him come over and make him lose the match because what he's doing and everything like that. But he took the win, so I guess he didn't want him to go over for him. I think it was a good match. Uh, it was more coming off the Jericho and Janela match. Uh, it, it told a story of Joey fucking running out there like a ball of fire and beating the shit out of some pentacles until Luther, you know, cheap shot at Sunny Kiss and distracted Janela. You know, some pentacles end up, you know, uh, ca- um, catching him. And, you know, it, it was a good back and forth match, honestly. It was a good showing for Janela and it was a good, you know, a good promising feature for some pentacles, honestly, too. So, you know, but uh, Janela showed that how much he, you know, he, his worth is with the company and stuff. So I, I really looking forward to the uh, tag match between Janela, Sunny Kiss, Jake Hager, and uh, Jericho, uh, I believe. So I think it was a good match. Um, uh, that? Did you see the uh, buy-in? No, I did not see buy-in. I was unfortunately held captive at a bachelor party. Okay. I was buying in in a different way at the time. All right. Um, Leroy, did you see the buy-in? <laughs> uh, I saw it when I got back to... <clears throat> I saw it um, when I was in the locker room in Alabama, so... I saw it was a good match and stuff, so the Bills have eyes. All right. So the second match to buy in is Private Party against uh, Dark Order. Four, I mean, three and four. Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Um, once again, um, wrestling hair guy, what, what do you think about this match right here? For party and them. They always do a good match, Private Party. When- Come out, they show the best they do and all they got. Look out for this match. Like all the moves they learned from House of Glory when they came from. Good job. I think it was a good match. I, I too think it was a good match and it also was a good showing for the Dark Order uh, 3 and 4, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. It didn't need to start. Pushing them to start winning, honestly. These guys are workhorses. And the shit, like, like, that was amazing to watch Private Party and the Dark Order uh, 3 and 4 to just put on a really amazing show and um, moves and and flips and shits, as uh, the Jim Cornette's fans would say. But it was, it was entertaining, honestly. I love it. Um, uh, why are we calling Jim Cornette fans? What can I say? Flips and shits. I, I guess I could have just said flippy shit, but I don't know. 
You, you got something against Jim Cornette there, Nancy Leroy? Oh, um, no, I don't have nothing against Jim Cornette. Oh, okay. His fans, maybe. Oh, we'll, we'll get into that later before you start calling people out. Yeah, we're gonna oh, no, Jim, yeah, I'll get into that later. We're going to leave Jim Cornette alone. We're going to let him, you know, watch his sweet, precious NWA, NWA all by himself, so, you know. I'll say my opinion later. So I don't get in a rant like I did last time. So. All right, moving into the buy. It's gonna buy into the first match. What was the first match? The obviously dying was the first match. <laughs> all over the, uh, that was all over the internet. No, the first match was um Rick Bacon's um Rich Roll. Oh wow, that was. You know, I, I, I had a low expectation for that match. Like, I really did. And it was actually entertaining. I actually liked it. I liked the ending. I liked the finish of the match. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Wrestle Hair Guy, what, what do you think, man? Remind me about WWE where they had that bowling yard match. Yeah. I could have watched that at my own house. <laughs> I agree. I agree. You know, the, the reason why I said I had low expectations for it is because the beginning of it was just so fucking cheesy. You know, Britt Baker in the shadows fucking cheesing with a mask on. It's like, come on, man. Like, I thought it was going to just be the worst thing ever. But as it progressed, it just became really, really good. Uh, let me add something in here. Okay, AEW's women division is one of the one of the weak points of AEW right now. The thing is, is I I like Big Swole. I like what she brings to the table. I think her character hasn't been fully developed yet. Um, like she ends up being a caricature sometimes of what her character really can could be. Britt Baker. Uh, She's conniving, she's smart, her words in the ring. She reminds you of like a female Miz. You know what I'm saying? How she moves, how she manipulates certain situations and stuff. And I like that about her. Um, that's the kind of heel that you need. But the thing is that if Big Swole is going to be the type of baby face you need, you need her to be more multi-dimensional, more than just cheesy punchlines and, you know, a uh, five moves of doom type character. Okay. Okay. So I would like to see Big Swole's character evolve and show some other sides to her. And I think that 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 actually that rivalry can grow some legs. And if they're not going to do that, then I like them to revisit at least Anna J versus Brandy. I don't know. I want to see that. I, I really don't want to see. That. I remember mean, they already doing that. Like, <laughs> I mean, no. Nah, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Brandy Rose. Brandy Rose at least knows how to sell, and she's she's money on the mic. Anna Jay doesn't really have to do anything as long as she has Brody Lee. She just has a presence. You know what I'm saying? So, the thing about her is like, you know, as long as she's uh, consistently getting over on. Um, Brandy, then we're going to have a moment where you want to see Brandy get hers back. And you want to yeah, see with that. We, you know, get over on the Dark Order. So, I don't know. It just depends on how it's spun. 
So, I mean, with that with that being said, I'm just looking ahead, you know what I'm saying, because the women's division stood out to me. The fact that their women's division had to bring in somebody from NWA being Thunder Rosa to face their AEW champion, it just stood out to me as alarming. Who should also should have won the fucking match, but that's just my personal opinion. I agree. I agree with you. That would have been more interesting to have Thunder Rosa win. You know, it's, it's not good for business, but at the same time, is it really that bad? I don't think so. No. I don't know either. I can't wait to see Sasha Banks and AEW after WrestleMania. The belt got predicts right now. Boom. All right. With that, um, let's talk oh, about hold up. Before we go to the next thing, what I want to say about the Anna J thing is, like, they, they gonna, uh, what I feel like is they're going to build her up. On dark and dynamite, like uh, like the belt guy said, is like the the person's always gonna get up on Brandy, but she, all she's gonna have to do is basically, uh, you know, it, it's kind of a, like it's kind of a catch twenty two with the situation with Brandy and Anna because they're both less experienced uh, in the ring. But the positives that I can see for both, you know, of course, that Brandy can sell and as training with Anna, train, Anna could use not only her athletic stuff, but she could be talking trash and she could be using her natural heel ability to make the match and the program get over. And with the talking ability, Anna, Anna, I've worked with her, i worked with her when her promos, she's gotten really better. Um... But who's gonna hold that rivalry together? Uh, is is Brandy in terms of the promos and stuff? Because even that Anna's improved and she can she's she's okay right now in the mic. Brandy's gonna uh, help her elevate her with the promos, especially if they do promos together. So is it not such a bad move to throw the title on Britt Baker? soon because i mean the, the current champion like do you, do you guys think the current champions had a reign that's memorable like either champion no no female champion has had a memorable reign at aw so far so why not get the older Britt baker who i feel like could carry championship and make it relevant and uh she could work with multiple talents you know in uh aw and the thing is, I think it'll make her versus Big Swole more uh, meaningful as a rivalry. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that one. Uh, the title match, I mean, the titles for the AEW um, women's title has not been memorable at all. Like at all, not yeah, at all. I was, I was, I really wanted she to lose that match. Honestly, I mean, don't get me wrong; she's a good performer and everything, but she's just. As a champion, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. The same with Rio and Nyla Rose. We only have three champions so far, and it just, I, nothing sta- stands out. Nothing, nothing memorable. So I think Britt Baker, I, I know we've gone a- around, but this all comes back to Britt Baker ultimately. I think Britt Baker is really the ultimate, like the best choice for slapping the title on and just really have people chase that championship around her, align her with a couple of strong females 
would go and do her bidding to make sure that the title is uh, stays around her waist. And uh, I think that you have a good little run right there, you know. But they do, they do need to let some people like develop their characters and show their showcase their personalities. If we don't see Sasha Banks in AEW by the time WrestleMania season is over, I believe Sasha Banks that the title's not on her waist and she's not having a lengthy title run. She walks away from the company, demands a release, and she's in AEW by next spring. That is my prediction. If not, we'll see. Uh, the the lady I've been saying is going to make it to AEW, and that's Miss Cargill. Uh, oh, I, uh, uh, I think I text you. I see you came to the Nightmare Factory. I'm telling you, it's in the works, man. I'm telling you. She's, she is a beast, yo. She's a beast. Hold I told you. Thought. We're going on break. Uh, we'll be right back with the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Yeah, yeah. Play it loud. Welcome back. We're going here. We're here. We're talking about the uh, the next match, the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Um, Wrestler hair guy, what do you think about this match? That match, uh, I think it was pretty good because uh, uh, when they came out, uh, uh, no, not Pentagon. The the Young Bucks when they came out with Lucha Express mm-hmm. and when uh, Lucha Express uh, Lucha so- Express, sorry. Uh, was called when they, uh, the Luchasaurus was going to choke slam them, but they backed out and then they turned. But they were like using all their full force sights, using all their finishing moves. That's what I didn't like about it. They were using all their finishing moves to go over and then they, they'll pick out, you know? Yeah. Um, hey, I, I, what, I, my bad to jump in like that, Vaughn. I've had this same conversation with Leroy before that I, that I do not this is why I don't agree with in big spot wrestling how effective in wrestling psychology is your finishing move if somebody can kick out of it you have to do it multiple times like it, it just it destroys your finishing maneuver effectiveness if you have to go back and super kick somebody seven times but it's just it, it's, it's something it's something for me that you you said what? Call me? Huh? Did you call me Jim Cornette? I ain't say that. And you did, you big league bastard. But uh, anyway. Wow. Uh, Anyways, that's the, a big. I have to call you Jim Cornette. I have to agree. Call you Dwayne like Should only work like in a world title match where you kick out of somebody's you know finisher in a normal right. match, and you're doing. Multiple signatures and finisher, it, it it does make it a little bit un like not believable, you know. So it, it definitely watered down the effectiveness of it. Out, and they keep doing it and doing it. Yeah, but this is more like the character work for me for the young bucks. Um, basically struggling to the dark side, becoming like the heels or something. You know, just making that um that jump from being a face for all these years to being a heel, you know, just what have they been heels before? Yeah. I'm talking about this it's been a long time before they've been heels, you know. They they was they was technically heels in the bullet club, so yeah. Yeah, they kinda they kinda turned face with Omega, you know, with um 
uh, Abushi. That's his name, right? Who cares? No, you call booty. But listen, can you really take some guys? Wrestling hair guy, can you really be threatened by some guys who want to be tough guys and tassel? Like, you know, coming down there with their little friends. You had the vendetta against the Young Bucks for so far. I don't know how long. I like, I like the Young Bucks. I really do. No, 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 no. I like the Young Bucks. I think the Bucks have a next level synchronization in their timing on their moves. Their chain wrestling is incredible. You know what I'm saying? It's just that, uh, you know, the Bucks, I mean, the, bu- the Bucks are who are. They define a generation of wrestlers and stuff. Tag team wrestlers who do big spot wrestling and stuff. The thing is, I don't have anything against uh, the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? I like the Bucks as much as I like FTR. And I like FTR as much as I like teams like AOP, which, you know, we, we, we could talk about them being released too. You know what I'm saying? Much as I used to like War Machine before they went over there and became uh, best friends with the Street Profits. Oh, my God. Let's so, not talk about that. <laughs> I think every tag team in the game has something to offer, including Jurassic Express, who, you know, has a, they're, they're very unique. And I like how they use their size difference to pull off different tag team maneuvers, especially with Marco Stunt and uh, Jungle Boy Jack, you know, and uh, Luchasaurus, of course, being the big man of the group, he moves very well and stuff, has a nice little variety of uh, kicks. He looks like he looks like Eric Rowan sometimes in the ring. I mean, one thing I didn't like about Luz, I mean, not, um, Jurassic Express, is to Jungle Boy. He up here dirt trapping people the whole fucking time, man. So I, I I didn't agree with that. Oh, you mean you mean that's not that's not that's not Jungle Boy Jack who does that. That's goddamn Honey Jack who does that. Well, hold, hold on. Thing is, I don't know if you boys hold Nasty Leroy on Instagram, but uh, he took the challenge of Jungle Boy back and he, he put a thirst trap himself out on his own Instagram. I told him I was going to do it, too. I thought, I well, thought Leroy was getting ready for a shower and just had to take a picture before he go in there. He, he told he told Jungle Boy Jack that he was going to do it. He didn't tell his fans that he was going to do it. I thought he lost his goddamn mind for a man was going to start an OnlyFans page. <laughs> oh, Lord, please don't start an OnlyFans page. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, you out here, Honey Jack out here, thirst trapping. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Nasty was bringing all that sexiness to Alaska. So all you Bush women. Get ready to see uh, Nasty Leroy in all his glory. When can they see Nasty Leroy? Uh, October the the nineteenth. Not October. We're talking about uh, <laughs> September the nineteenth. Uh, Saturday. It's been uh, you see, yeah, the big league for him, and he was a whole month late. He would get to the arena, and there would be nobody there, and he'd be pissed off that he was. And a uh, damn pole there. <laughs> oh my god, I keep a piece in my throat. I didn't even swallow that shit. That shit was so funny. <laughs> I, I really tried to plug that wrestling hair guy. I do. Uh, 
I'll say I'll say this as a as a as a team. I like them as a team. Oh, I like Luchasaurus. I like Marco. I like all those guys as a team. Um, I'm looking forward for them to have a trios tag team title. Uh, I know it's coming probably next year. Hold on, do they? Uh, the rest well, of other than that, um. I think they need a three-man tag championship in AEW. I don't think. Yeah, I can see them winning, and I can see them canceling what it is. Who else would they fight? Um, you would fight the inner circle. Inner circle. Uh, if Pac ever come back, um, the what's what's the what was their fucking name again? Like the death trap. Yeah. Triangle. Um. MJ. Oh, I guess. Friend. You can always, you can always uh, get, you know, the other. You, you got, and then you got, you got other trios they can make. Yeah, that's like the, the Dark Order. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see a six-man title in there. Yeah. Uh, man, it's a three-man title, okay? A six-man title, you might as well give participation trophies to everybody involved in the match. Dino, they did Dino. Ring of Honor had the six man title, so why can't AEW can't? No, that doesn't make sense. Why, why, why is it called a six man title? It was only three man holding the belt. Hey, first off, I like to say rest in peace, Ring of Honor. We're going to miss you. You know, <laughs> you've been having this bitterness to Ring of Honor. I also say this fuck you, cheeseburger. We got heat. Wow. That's why your ass gonna look like Bobo Brown when you get a little older. Jesus Christ, we just jumping into the deep end. Well, wrestling here, guy, let, let me tell you what's just happened, okay? For the second podcast on the road, somebody started with the call-out hour. And this is calling out people that we don't like, we don't particularly like. So let me go ahead and take all my take of this. Hold on. Pride Daddy, you, you ugly son of a bitch. This is me again, the belt god. I've lured myself to come down where snakes slither and roaches crawl to visit where you dwell, you cave-dwelling idiot. Let me tell you something, okay? I'm glad that you don't wrestle anymore. You're taking up a lot of talented people's time with their dream, ruining their dream. I have to stand across the ring and look at your ugly face, okay? If Radio was a wrestler, he'd be called Fry Daddy. Oh, Lord. oh my God, that was hard. Jesus, that was more harsh than that picture I found. So that's, that's what Eater said. I don't. Uh, he might still wrestle. I think he wrestles with his uh... All right, we're getting off subject. I'm subject. Let's, no, we're not. Let's, let's head into the. <laughs> let's head into the battle royale, the casino battle royale. Um, Hold on. <laughs> Who was the special guest entry? What was that? Who was the special guest entry? Um, Matt Sidell. Why the fuck did they dust him off? Um, I, I, he lives in Florida, so he's like, hey. Listen, Matt Sidell is the Antonio Brown of wrestling. He is like on the Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is a football player who got hit so hard one time, his mind has never been the same. Matt Seidel has botched so hard sometimes, he's never been the same. Now, if anybody wants to argue that, what happened in the match? Who botched that match? Well, 
you know, in his defense, it was fucking hot as hell, and the ropes were. I'm pretty sure the ropes were slippery. I mean, I'm pretty sure a wrestling hair guy can contest to that too. Not a wrestling hair guy, but because, well, because everybody was slipping. I don't know if when y'all were watching it on TV, like when they were trying to throw someone over, over that like Pentagon slipped and he got back up like real quick, and then, and then when Brian Cage was trying to get. Darby Allen in that black bag. He was like trying to slip in that stuff, and then when he threw me, almost slipped. I don't know if y'all were paying attention to that, focusing and when y'all were watching it on TV. But I guess that three because that humidity was. So does AEW need to move back to indoor venue for climate control? Man, I gotta stand them being you know outside because of COVID and stuff, but. You know, um, but that the, the the body bag spot that was cringing to watch. I mean, a lot of bumps. Darby Allen takes a lot of bumps. I don't know what the was he busting it, open? Like I couldn't tell from that angle. Well, Ricky Starr was happy as hell when he threw his ass out. Feels like he, he could have broke his neck. <laughs> yeah. No, in they should have in, in uh oh, or something. You know? Storyline, you gotta be happy because he hates uh Dobby. Yeah, oh. I think they should get a dynamite show, put him in the bag or something. It is um, gonna be some kind of weird body bag match between Ricky Starks and Darby Allen. Oh. Nope. <laughs> So, you, so this means Darby Allen is going to be going away for a few months again. He comes back. <laughs> he goes away for two months for injury, comes back, get injured again, comes back another two months. It's just getting old. Told you that dude, that dude's been directed more than The Undertaker. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's go with the battle run. Um, who you guys wanted to win in that battle royal? Like, who was your guys' pick? I want a Kingston to win. Yeah, I want to. Because I, I like how he was saying that we're the indie wrestlers that came to AEW, and I thought he was trying to show an example and that stuff. And then, you know? I also but, thought Kingston was going to win as well. So. Can we talk about who won it? Yeah, Lance Archer. Okay, the best man won. Lance Archer won. Um, Lance Archer versus... With a uh, of Jake the Snake Roberts, if you will. Jake the Snake Roberts has to be one of the creepiest managers you can have because Jake is just... Like, I think JR said it the other night when Jake the Snake Roberts was laughing at uh, Lance Archer beat somebody up. Jake the Snake Roberts look like he's getting off of what Lance Archer does. And it is really, uh, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I agree. But it works. I like uh, how they brought back Lance Archer just walking up to somebody and pushing him up, pushing him down like a bully. Oh, no way. He throws somebody out the entrance and stuff. I love it. Oh, yeah. I yeah, fucking I love it. 
I, I went back to his. I know New you Japan do. You shit. put it on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I went back to his like New Japan shit. I just loved every bit of that. Like I, that's the that's my favorite part of Lance Archer. I never was an in Lance Archer fan. Like really wasn't until he started doing that that beating up people before his matches shit. Fucking love it, man. Oh well, wrestling here, God, that's how I met Nasty Leroy. <laughs> he walked in and he tossed somebody down, and uh, then he choked me out. That's a good met Nasty Leroy. So, if you ever meet Nasty Leroy, just make sure that he's already tossed somebody around. <laughs> Like cheeseburger just wants to face me in the ring. That's what it is. That's why he keeps better. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go back to the uh, the actual card. Now, what was the match after that? Was it a Dark Order versus uh, um, Dustin and Company? No, was it the tag team match, the tag team champion match? No, that was much later. That's after Dunn the Rosa versus Sheeta. So oh. that had been. You know, Dark Order versus Dustin and Company. Um, what do you guys think about this match? You know, I, I didn't see that promo at the end. It was badass that he was going to come for the TNT title for Brody Lee. Yeah. Well, when they were in the back. The thing for me was um, the storytelling after the match when Brody Lee is just fucking. Irate. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Brody Lee is irate um, at Cocabana for not pinning him right away instead of just going for a moonsault and losing the match. And like I thought Cocabana was gonna get the beat down for the dark order. And, you know, and, and Evil Uno sends his hands out and picks up Cocabana and he got the arms around him and they walk to the back. Consoled him and stuff. I think that was great storytelling and also setting up probably a possible feud between Mr. Brody Lee and Coca Bana for the TNT title. Maybe at full gear. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, but do, do we really want to see Coca Bana running in for that championship or, or competing for that championship? I don't mind it. I like Coke. Coke, Coke. I don't like. Oh, God. Good thing. We're getting drugged, bro. Good God. He said, I like Coke. <laughs> now he said he like Coke. Listen, Leroy, one of his best friends is his Fab Five in Chicago. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, oh, Coke, come on, huh? I can't wait to go back to AEW to tell the Fab Five story. You tell them the Fab Five story. You tell Coke Cabana to count down to five, four, three, two, one, and hold up your middle finger and tell him fuck him too. Okay. But Coke Cabana, I, uh, I'd rather see like somebody younger break away from the from the Dark Order. Like Coke Cabana just. I, I don't know. I've always seen him as a novelty act. So I just wouldn't have this. Not a novelty act. 
think is allowed. I think that's the thing. I think Coca Bear has been doing comedy wrestling for so long that this is like, something different. He hasn't really done anything comedy with the Dark Order. No, he did a lot of stuff with the NWA. I mean, he's still looked at as a comedy wrestler. I think he's still chained with the best of them. He's oh, serious with the best of them. guy. In the Dark Order, who would you like to see break away? Way from the Dark Order, if you would, Mr. Brody Lee, or, or are you interested to see Cole Cabana turn? Nah, I would want Cole Cabana to leave the Dark Order because I don't even like him. Uh-huh. Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> We're being honest here. I mean, Cole Cabana's not, well, Cole Cabana, I don't think he in with them. He he never did fit in with them. Nah, that's like, the whole the point of the story. It's a pointless story because the thing is nobody bought into it. At this point right now, they could bring in Santino and I would believe it better than Colt Cabana. Santino's in great shape, by the way. He's like, we're all soldier right now. <laughs> <laughs> So if you ask the some of the nasty nation, they want to see me in the dark order. Well, that's not happening. Yeah, big leaguing us again. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not big leaguing. I'm just saying that's what the people say. Hey, you bro. <laughs> Next, come out doing the swing, the big swing dance or something. We come out with the dark order. The dark nasty swing. He can't do this. They dark. want me to come, like, just because everybody else is in the dark of the name of the factory. They want me to come out with them. I was like, nah. You gonna say. If I join any other group, I probably would I probably would join no other group except for my own group, which is the Nasty Bad Boys with Joy. I can see you guys coming out with Return of the Mac with the Dark Order. Y'all. Like, hilarious. <laughs> Hey, hey, it'd be like Jordan Dark Order. We turn in the Mac. Silver swinging a nasty. <laughs> I think hey, Austin 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 swinging a nasty on being the elite. <laughs> uh, you might want to get ready to do that, man. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna start a. Uh, Next week, we need to get uh, Party Marty in here. And uh, every time Nancy Leroy big wigs us, or big leagues us, we need to let Party Marty drink an Irish car bomb. By the middle of the podcast, I believe that Party Marty will be drunk. Okay, so. <laughs> no, we, 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 we get Party Marty here, we do it in intermission. It's like, we send him to Alcohol Anonymous or something. <laughs> oh, Oh yeah, Vaughn picks on Party Marty sometimes when they're in the same when they're in the PlayStation uh, group chat, or whatever. I know, I, I heard. Uh, hey, hey Vaughn, you got a problem with me? Eh? Like, hey. let's not talk about Party Marty because he's he's super sensitive and uh, he can probably hear this podcast and. Party Marty knows I love him, man. I don't pick on you, Party Marty. I'm the fucking dope guy. I don't, I don't pick on you. It's this guy, Vaughn, down here with the knuckles on his profile and stuff. Hmm. You know, I remember that guy. Wrestling hair guy, you know, he's he's neutral so far. He hasn't hey. called anybody out yet. 
hey, Vaughn, don't let him listen to the podcast because he might, for full gear, he might want to sign saying, hi, party, Marty, how he wanted for. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. That, that sign is going to be reserved for Nancy Leroy saying, hey, Colt, hey, Phil, hey, April, hey, Celeste. In Chicago, buddy. Oh, God. Oh, man. We'll be back, and um, we're going to be talking about the uh, women's match. We're going right into break. Hey, how's it going, guys? This is Bad News Vaughn here, professional fighter. Just to tell you that you can get your very own Bad News Vaughn Pro Wrestling Tees t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and go get it. ProWrestlingTees.com. Where all your pro wrestling t-shirt needs. Now buy the damn t-shirt. All right, welcome back to the O podcast, and we're gonna be talking about the women's title match between Donna Rosa and Sheeta. I'm not pronouncing her first name because I will fucking get it wrong. Uh, wrestling here, guys. What do you think about this match, man? That Sheeta and Thunder Rosa. Yeah, I think that Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa has been doing a lot for wrestling. So six time uh, sixteen belt champ before and then two time champ, four time champ. But they should have gave it to Thunder Rosa. But I know she's at NWA. I don't know what's the standing for her with NWA right now, but um I don't know if she's leaving there or they're going out of business because I haven't seen a show for NWA lately. So it was a pretty good match, but she kept up with her with all the going. I guess she didn't understand what Thunder Rosa was saying because she I never heard her talk English before. Just like two, three words and Well, I, I thought the match was pretty good and honestly, Thunder Rosa she had a good showing and I really wanted her to win. Um I like them when, you know, she she's backing away and she's holding the NWA title. It kind of tells me that maybe there's going to be a part two of this, and I have to agree with Wrestle Talk. Um, they AEW need to do everything they power to get Dunna Rosa, like in the main roster. I mean, not main roster. That's not fucking WWE. I mean, actually, legit sign with AEW because I don't think a I don't think NWA. It's coming back this year, maybe next year, but not not right now. No, I mean, look at Kingston. I, we don't know his status with NWA, and he signed with AEW. We we might get Dunder Rosa a uh, full time sign with AEW, but only time can tell. But I really love the match, and I really think Dunder Rosa should have won the match. But you know, either way, I'm I'm okay with the finish. I have very reliable information that NWA stands for no one's watching at all. Um, Thunder Rosa will be seeing you at AEW soon because uh, the ratings are probably like the fuck watching Bill O'Reilly's show right now. Okay, nobody's watching that shit either. So Thunder Rosa will see you soon at AEW. Welcome to the big leagues. Wait, I think uh, you can uh, you can get your comments at you can email or hit up uh at Ferrari Dreams. 
if you want all these comments, you can email me your comments at uh, kissmyass at gmail.com. Okay. How about that? You can find him on Instagram at Ferrari Dreams if you want to really give him beat your mind. Changing my name tonight to Fry Daddy's Daddy. Okay. <laughs> Daddy's daddy. oh, yeah, just like a paternity test, I found out down the our ugly son out here. No, uh, Thunder Rosa. I mean, uh, it, it goes back to what we were saying with the whole Baker thing. It's it's time for them to flesh out and bring some uh, talent that is that can carry a great match. And really be a testament to the women's division. AEW, uh, Big Swole is up and coming. Britt Baker is nice. Um, I love, I would love, 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 love to see Sasha Banks over there. Um, Kari saying, I would love to see over there now that she's gone. Um, I just don't know. Like, I, I love to see some people. There's some people at the Power Factory that we love to see. Who, or at the Nightmare Factor, who we'd love to see uh, come over there, the two twins, uh, Robin and Charlotte. Uh, Anna Jay, we'll see how she pans out and stuff. But uh, I don't know. The women's division is tricky. Like, it's, it's really about the storytelling now, how they book these ladies. But they need some more hard-hitting matches that really just tell the story. You, you know who they need? I just got it. AW needs to somehow get this lady out of retirement to carry that division for a little while. They need to get Gail Kim. Ooh, she is like TNA all the way, though. Hey, listen, nobody's ever TNA all the way. <laughs> She's Impact Wrestling all the way, you know? Yeah, we know what that stands for. Impact Wrestling, TNA, it's all the same. Going out of business, it's all the same. Wait, wait, did no, anybody watch that right? No, watch it right now, actually. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. You're a liar. I'm going to watch it right now. That Impact aired tonight. Yeah, watch it right now. It comes on Tuesday nights. <laughs> but did anybody know that? Uh, everybody's watching all the promotions, yeah. So access TV, so Chrome, it's on all that. Everything's just on all that. Everything's on Google Chrome right now. No one else is on Google Chrome. All the smart TVs. It's not on all the smart TVs. I'm not gonna. We talk about AW, but I I was, I, I, I'll say my, you know, stuff about Impact Wrestling because I think, you know, it was. I don't know. I probably said it before. Impact Wrestling. Say what you got to say, Leroy. All right. Uh, Impact Wrestling's got the best women's division right now, to be completely honest. I disagree. I think uh, NXT does. What do you think, wrestling here, guy? Kawan Wolf. Well, I don't. I follow Impact and NXT and that stuff, but I have my main focus on AEW right now. I've been watching every episode. And now I haven't missed any pay-per-views, so I've been watching. And then WWE, I make it a tradition to go to WrestleMania every year since WrestleMania 17. So that's just a vacation for me. So 
section of the podcast <laughs> this is pretty good like now now nasa leroy so you know if you don't get your money up front and they talk about the gate sales weren't that good blind wrestling hair guy for, for spreading all this knowledge because <laughs> your 1500 dollars booking down to about 50 dollars <laughs> wow all right so let's move on to the uh the tag match um Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, again the greatest team in the world. FTR. Yes, again. I just, fuck the rest. FTR. Yeah, what a great, what a great fucking tag team. I just I never liked FTR from the beginning. The revival coming from WWE coming to AEW. They should have stayed at WWE. Yeah. I don't even like. Lately. You know, the, the previous day before the revival was the mechanics. I, I, I don't know why they were the mechanics in the first place, but whatever. Wrestling? I never. <laughs> for me, I didn't ever like FTR. I don't know why they got signed with AEW. They should have signed the um tag team, you know? These from, like, I always said, like, I don't know. Like Tony Khan said last time, pretty soon they don't want to get WWE superstars. They want to get like people from like the Indies to show that they show what they have on TV. And that's so I never liked FTR and Kenny Omega. I used to like him in New Japan, but now I know he's losing a lot in AEW. But how he said Kenny says making people. Over him because he's already had his time, you know. So I respect that. But they need to get the belt to the pros. They have that old school approach, that classic wrestling, classic tag team wrestling. Just pick a man's part and just work on it and grind on it. So he can't stand anymore. I likes that, you know. Just isolate the other a partner, you know, until that partner can't make the save or a pin. You know, that's what I like about M- uh, FTR. I almost call it MTR, but FTR. They they always they, their gimmick is like strategists. You know, I, I just they're when their team when their opponents is playing checkers, they're playing chess. That's, that's the saying going. I don't. I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I love FTR. I think they made the right. To be honest, I think they made the right move for the title. 
I would have signed the Uzos better than the FTR. You said the Usos? Yeah, I'm a big, but I would have was better than the coming from the. But the Usos didn't want to leave, though. They they decided they wanted to sign back with the Heat. They had that chance. Yeah, they had that chance. They could have. They could have gone to the AEW. Matter of fact, they could have been the Fatus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have been the Fatus. Uh, you know. Oh, bro. Yeah. Usos and Jacob Fatu. Oh, bro. Hey, that's one person. AEW need if they need a monster. I know they got monsters there, but fuck, they want a true monster. Never look at Jacob Fatu. That man's a fucking beast. Reminds me of Omega. He, he, he's, I think, I think he's like a cousin or 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 something to Omega. He's, yeah, he's he's definitely. He's like the. He's like the what is he like the son? No, I don't think Hold he's the son. I, I gotta, I gotta refill on my wine. I'll be back. All right. But the Samoans are big in WWE. That's why they resign. I think. Yeah. The Samoans, yeah, Yeah, I don't think the Briscoes work any Indian dates. This is straight Ring of Honor. Yeah, I, I believe, but I believe they were working before the pandemic even happened. I believe Ring of Honor was trying to work with AEW. They were supposed to be some kind of big old um, working relationship between AEW, NWA, and ROH. You know, ROH. Is that's right. Yeah, that's what I heard. Was trying because to get back to relevance again, but yeah, because on her Jericho crew. ROH was on there, so they were all on there. You know, but ROH, one reason ROH was a relative or a relative is because of New Japan. We, we got to be honest. That was just like the New New, New Japan US show, pretty much. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically, it was, it was, you, know, you got the, you know, hey, let's let's bring some of our Ray Vaughn talent in here. Uh, speaking of there. Yeah, you had the garden show, which one member of my life likes to, to say this all the time. And it's goddamn cheeseburger. You know, since they did the garden show, for some reason, it went downhill. Like, they, because I think that's when everybody left, and that's when AEW started. Marty Stroll was just there. Jay Lethal was still there. Um... All their stars kind of left, and I think New Japan was kind of done with them in a way. Um, they, they are, their stars. There's one star there. You know, Juice Robinson went on record and says, "Do not send me to ROH because I'm not an indie guy," and makes makes New Japan looks bad. And a lot of wrestlers from New Japan agreed with that. 
and that's why we probably seen the deterioration between New Japan and ROH. Because after that, uh, yeah, because I, uh, I know during All In, when it was in Chicago, when I went to All In, a lot of New Japan superstars were on the card of All In. Like, who that with Marty Squirrels and all them, you know? <laughs> I don't consider it, I don't consider it to be an independent. I'm, I'm, I don't think AEW, it was, All In was not official AEW yet, so that was their first pay-per-view, but I don't consider it, it was an AEW. Yeah, I, don't, I just, also don't consider that one as an AEW event. I think that was just like, you know, the best of the indies right there, you know. Yeah, yeah I, consider it. I think it's a major company. I don't consider it to be independent. It's not being independent. When Sinclair took it over. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Would you, would you call it Impact Independent? Or would you call that a major company still? I still think it's a major company. Like, so, this is where I, this is where I test as independence. Like, the real independence, the top independence, to be honest, are GCW, Beyond, uh, Limitless Wrestling Out of Maine, or they, they could become in the top independent. Uh, and then ICW New York, those are the top. Oh, you can't forget the Gorilla, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Those are, those are the five that, you know, and everything in between. Well, we're just uh, on title match next or what? They, uh, so, so, uh, IWTV is mainly with GCW and ICW and all the, everybody. So it's just two of them. It's, it's, uh, title match that's straight. And they, they do stuff for like taxes and stuff. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't have ever seen them. They do reality other stuff like yeah, reality of wrestling stuff. But the real like independent ones, IWTV, and then like for us pay view for independence, everybody uses fight. So and then uh, and then of course you know if you want more, more independent stuff, Hotspots Network is the way. So, but Hotspots Network owned guys from WrestleCon and that stuff. So they all Yeah, they do like the yeah, they all they do the WrestleCon and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Back to the tag team. Um what do you guys think about Kenny uh Omega's demeanor uh with, towards uh Hangman Page after they lost the belts? Well, I thought that Hangman Page was gonna just I thought Kenny was gonna just beat up Hangman Page after that. He just went to the back and did nothing, you know. What was that in his hand? It was like a dinner tray, like you know, one of them dinner TV dinner stands. You sit up, you put, you eat your dinner on. Like, yeah, what was that? He <laughs> <laughs> couldn't pick up a chair like a double wrestler. Like, what do you think of a damn dinner tray? <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I, I kind of like it. Um, he was like he was going to whack his ass with it, and then he put it down and says, nah. And then Hangman Page tries to come to him, and Kenny Omega swipes him. 
and Heyman just falls straight on his face. Plow. You know, and and then, then you get Kenny Omega storming off. Come out. He wants things to go back where it used to be. You know, that, that tease on being the elite of him wearing um, the shades might be the cleaner again. So, I don't know. We're going to have to see what's going to happen on um, Wednesday. I think Wednesday is probably the most anticipated dynamite after All Out. You know, it's... Yeah. Now, they were saying All Out is their, like, WrestleMania or something, but I don't even know. Or nothing. They're, like, the WrestleMania. But after a pay-per-view, it's, like, like the Monday after a pay-per-view for WWE. They, but, uh, what's called at Dynamite. I think they're going to both go singles. So I think Heyman is going to be singles. I also think there's some full shattering. If you if anybody's been paying attention to being the elite, uh, there was this time we gotta go to break after this. There was this time where Hangman Page is walking with Mr. Brody Lee, and he said he put an application around November, and he wanted to join the Dark Order, but he never heard nothing back from them. And um, Brody Lee says, "Hey, you can still join the Dark Order." But Heyman Pay says, no, I'm in a much better place in my life. So I'll do the whole be, um, being the elite at, uh, episodes after that. You know, Mr. Brody Lee has kept chanting, fuck Heyman. And, but but in meanwhile, Heyman Pay's life is fucking falling apart. You know, he just lost the tag titles. He got kicked out of the elite. You know, he's back to square one. Do you guys think... That maybe, maybe we we're looking at this wrong, and we're probably seeing probably Hangman Page probably joining the Dark Order probably in the future. Nah, I don't see him joining the Dark Order. I think he's gonna be single for a while. For a while. Because everybody likes him being a single match person. Most of the fans. Yeah. Most people like I'm seeing single matches of him. I'll see him join in the Dark Order. Okay. Leroy? Uh, I just see him as a singles competitor. I think he's just going to be his lone, lone cowboy doing his own thing. I mean... They said it, but, you know, they they can always run back to it, but I don't think they are. I think he's just going to do his own cowboy outlaw thing, so. That's uh, Bub got back from getting his wine. I'm a little bit yeah. <laughs> What do you think? I was negotiating a handicap match. Oh, my. What do you think, uh, uh, look, uh, do you think Hangman Page will probably possibly join the Dark Order, or do you think he's probably going to just branch off just as a single star on his own? Hangman Page joining the Dark Order is better than Colt Cabana being in the Dark Order. As a matter of fact, you know what? I like to see Hangman Page kick Colt Cabana out of the Dark Order, and 
Savannah could join SCU. Oh, really? That makes no sense. <laughs> Doesn't SCU needs another? SCU needs another <laughs> man on their team. Well, he's not from California. <laughs> he's not from Chicago either. What? Why? I can't think that man where he's from. I think if we didn't have COVID and that stuff, I think SCU would have been split up already. You think so? Yeah. Well, let's 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 come back to that thought after break. Then, then the thing is, why does SCU have to be from Southern California, anyways, guys? I wasn't working for them in the first place. Right. We'll, we'll we'll discuss this after break. We're going in the break. They lose. Yeah, yeah. Play it loud. All right, we're back. The eight went on podcast. Sorry. I'm sorry to the female audience. And um, including Fry Daddy. We we were just talking about SCU. Uh, Coca Bella joining SCU. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. from Chicago. He's from Chicago. Like, how, how does that work? On a record that he hates all Midwesterners if they're not from Michigan. No, I'm from Michigan, the great state of Michigan, the state that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they're not from Michigan, you don't like them. I don't like Obama. You know, speaking of Michigan, we need next week. We need to get. I'm saying it now on the air. We need to get the greatest Detroit wrestler to ever lace up a pair of boots. The man. That is the master of the map. The map problem. We're talking about Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. We need to get him on here. Well, while you work on that, I'm gonna get that little coward fried that he's come out of this cake. <laughs> gonna get you gonna get Big Papa Pump on the podcast. We're gonna try. I'm gonna try to. I don't know who to talk to. I just don't want to shout at that. Listen. Ted DiBiase down there who's quiet because he probably, probably knows all his little wrestling hair guy, aka million dollar man Ted DiBiase. <laughs> Who the hell do we talk to? Everybody got a prize. Hair guy's gotten quiet because he doesn't want to incriminate himself. They know. <laughs> All right, let's all right. Let's finish the card. So we're getting we're getting to the main event between my man MJF, accompanied by Warlord, versus John Moxley. But before the match, there was a match before John Moxley Wait. made it to the ring. It was Are we skipping one match. What, was there another match? Yeah, we skipping the. The dark, uh, dark order, Brody Lee. We, we, we already covered that, right? Wait, 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 we are skipping a match, but we covered that one. We, we're, okay. We we forgot about the the most of mayhem. Orange Cassidy yeah. versus Chris Jericho, oh, and some orange Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> so, wrestling hair guy, what do, you, what do you think about this match, man? Well, I, I liked it a lot. Orange Cassidy did the best he could, and then. I don't know why he used the Superman punch like Roman Reigns does to throw Jericho in that mimosa liquid, little bit of bubbly. He's like a different 
thing. I thought he was going to, like, slip in there. You know, Jericho was going to slip in there. But Orange Cassidy doing a Superman punch make Jericho fall in there. Basically, they had Roman Reigns do that or something. If you want my honest thoughts, that, that, I like Orange Cassidy. I like the match, but the fucking whole match stipulation was silly as fuck. <laughs> and then the execution... Jericho goes in there and he looked like he just fucking just got refreshed. Like he just looks relaxed. It looked like he never wrestled the match. <laughs> it like he's been swimming for fucking like an hour or something like that and just want to, don't want to get out the fucking pool. So that's what I thought about the match. <laughs> I agree with the last part about he never really feel like he wanted to get out of the pool. It was hot, so I don't blame him. If that was, if that was cold, I don't fucking blame him. <laughs> he might be a little bit sticky. Was cold as hell. Yeah, he, he probably went in there going, ah. He should have stayed underwater, I think, until commercial. One day you were going like showing the other promos. He probably, yeah, you're right. He probably should have stayed in there today to the guy ready to go for the next match. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's the GOAT. He he deserve he he can do that, you know. He can he can, he can chill in the pool for a bit. Is Orange Cassidy a legitimate star in AEW? I think Jericho made him a legitimate star. Could you see him one day holding the belt? Honestly. Yeah, I think so. Huh. If Orange Cassidy is pushed, yeah. And he has mainstream appeal. I know a lot of people. Cassidy, I've been following Cassidy since the indie, so he always had that gimmick. So I think he can hold a belt like that. But when I saw him in the indie, he was like a different person. Now he thinks Orange Cassidy, he always had that thing like to have people with his little gimmick he has with his thumbs and that stuff. So I think he could work you with a belt, having the world heavyweight belt. I think we have never seen a striker as lethal as Orange Cassidy. The velocity in which he throws those kicks is otherworldly. The only people that I think I've seen throw kicks like that are in Thailand and they do Muay Thai uh, kickbox stuff. (laughs) For your body to be able to withstand that amount of punishment, you have to train very hard to make sure that your muscles and ligaments support the bones from breaking because when that guy throws kicks, watch out, daddy. Something's going to hurt. The sarcasm is just going through the roof right now. <laughs> no, he's actually not being sarcastic. He can't be the big Orange Cassidy fan. I love Orange Cassidy. I, was, I thought he was talking about the little kicks he does with his hands in the pockets. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that was a level of sarcasm right there. <laughs> No, no. Listen, anybody who knows people knows when we were at the Orange, we was at the AEW show in February knows that I got mad 
that Orange Cassidy didn't get to do the kicks until the camera stopped rolling. Um, that that was my favorite part. Okay. All right, all right. You can do that. So, anyway, what you what you think about the match, bro? Did we actually that already, or? I think the match totally sucked. Oh, man. I like the match. Uh, I think it was a good. It was a good. It was a good. Uh, it's a good thing to happen. It was a good stipulation. Uh, you could always bring it back to. You could always. You could always bring. This is one of the rivalries that you can have. Uh, like they can like. Uh, it's, it's one of those rivalries you can always start. Like, you could always have Kurt Jericho be with Orange Cassidy and so forth and so forth. And um, I think, uh, right, Superman Punch, like, that shit, is, that shit is like when I seen it on the Indies, I was like, all right, you know, you take something from somebody. If you're going to take something from somebody, take it from, you know, uh, Dwayne's favorite or the belt guy's favorite guy. Roman Reigns. Um, so, um, I like this work. I like how Chris Jericho has made him a star. Well, you know, for, for, for the mainstream audience, people who've seen him on the Indies, he's always been a star. He was the longest reigning independent wrestling TV champion. So, uh, it was a good, I think it was a good match. You know, uh, I would touch down what a lot of people Hey, I want to touch down on another point, but I'll, I'll give a lot of points. I've always said this to, to, oh, to the belt guy. Leroy, hold on. Wrestling here, guys, falling asleep. We got to hurry up and end this podcast. No, I'm listening to what you fall asleep. <laughs> listening. All right, all right. We, let's let's go ahead and let's go right into the main event. As I, uh, I just had to finish that. He has mainstream appeal, and this could happen. This rivalry, you can bring this back lots of times. So, yeah. I agree with you on that one, Leroy. Wrestling hair guy would agree with you too, but uh, who knows where the fuck he is right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's let's talk about the main event. Let's talk about my man, the greatest pro wrestler ever. One of the greatest talkers in pro wrestling history. Talking about, about the belt guy? Uh, what? <laughs> talking about the belt guy? No, 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 no. I'm talking about your best friend. The so-called rat bastard. Oh, Joey Janela? No. <laughs> I'm talking about MJF. Maxwell Jacob Freeman against Jonathan. But before that match can even get started... There was another match that me and wrestling hair guy witnessed. Um, while John Moxley was making his way to the ring, um, I think your good friend, Clothesline Ramon, actually clotheslined someone. <laughs> before. Nah, he ain't clotheslined somebody. He yoked them up. That's what he did. He, he He did a police shit and everything. This motherfucker was quick. Like... Clothesline yeah. Ramon needs to get in the Hall of Fame just for that fucking play right there, bro. Like, oh, he's a, he's a renaissance man. Yeah, that's my best friend right there. 
What's going on? I don't remember that right there. <laughs> this is just a wholesome picture, I guess. <laughs> it's a wholesome picture. Okay. Anyway, man, like, I mean, the way, it was beautiful. It was poetry in motion. How close line Ramon straight up just hammed this motherfucker up. Like, quickness. So you trying to get that, you trying to get that Renaissance man position? I you want to be like to. an assistant or whatever? But I would love to. You know, wrestling has to be because Clothesline Ramon was nowhere near Moxley. He was nowhere near that part. He was like in the middle. And it's just that fan tried to get Moxley a high five. He Clothesline Ramon did not know what the fuck was going on. And he just yoked him up so fucking quick. I got that speed, brother. I'm like, oh my. So anyway, back to the back to the uh, the world title match. Wrestling. I think you just trying to. I think you want a job to be a uh, clothesline's assistant to be. I don't to mind. be the uh, Renaissance man. Hey, I don't like it. So I I, I I I would love to fucking knock somebody out. Oh, whoa, whoa! Did you just say you don't like fans? We're trying to get people to listen to the podcast. <laughs> God damn, yeah. What the fuck? Hey, wrestling hair guy can attest to this. I was looking for people. <laughs> I wanted to bless somebody in their chin. I have a monitor. I live by it. Wrestling hair guy is still at the hotel in Jacksonville, obviously. <laughs> he acted like he met you at the airport and then went back to the hotel. He is still chilling. He is on vacation mode. <laughs> he did not want to shoot the podcast today. This dude is somewhere chilling in Jacksonville. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I like some fans, but I don't like certain fans. I think you guys know what those fans are. Oh my god! But we're going. Go ahead and call them out. Go, go ahead and get it out the way. No, no, call. no, no! I called them out too many times. I have a specific episode towards that guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no on nobody. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not. I'm not gonna say nothing about. Uh, uh, Mr. McDonald. So, um, yeah, let's back to, back to the the actual match. Uh, wrestling guy, what do, you, what do you think about MJF versus uh Moxley? Uh, it was a badass match. MJF tried his best, but he couldn't do his best. And then that speech that I don't know they showed it on the pay per view once it was over. When he says that people that cheat never win, didn't I guess it. they didn't show it. Right? Yeah, it's on YouTube, but it didn't show it on pay per view. Then John Moxley was cutting MGF off and that stuff, and then that match MGF fell up under the ring and cut itself already and then came out the ring like already bleeding and shit like that so I must say that man bleeds beautifully it's just poetry in motion um, I really think MJF should have won hashtag fire warlord I mean he should have really won that match that's my opinion Leroy what is yours Basically, uh, uh, Ron is trying to get a job as a replacement for Warlow. And, um, you know, everybody knows that I, it was probably like, that there was the greatest day other than the Eagles winning the Super Bowl and making me, making my GCW debut and getting a nightmare for Jesus Christ, that was like a four school dump, uh, big league moment right there. Yeah, he he, he yeah he, he definitely big leaders right there. That wasn't a big league moment. I mean, that was a that was a happy moment when I seen that rad bastard lose. 
You know, it was a, it was a happy moment. But he, Other but than he those, actually cheated. He cheated. Hey, listen, you know, uh, you going to cheat, you know, if you going, you know, as the old saying goes, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And they, if you ain't get caught, nobody's not. No, he, he used a band move. They signed a contract. I hope uh, Maxwell contested that and fire Warlord. So let, let's 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 get on the ball on that one. John Monty said, "This guy's a rat bastard, so I got to do rat bastard shit." Yeah. Who said yeah? <laughs> Who said yeah? <laughs> wow. I know hey, that's why I heard that yeah. Can I address the elephant in the room? Yes. John Moxley is a born champion. He's from Ohio, yeah, we expect. He, he, listen, I love John Moxley. I really do. But he's subpar on the mic. His matches are a little underwhelming at times. And it goes to show why he just didn't get that push in WWE because it's just like, I don't know. It's like, it's something about Moxley that just like, you want to cheer the guy on because I, I genuinely love John Moxley. Like, I, I wish that he would be like that unhinged, like Shane Douglas, Brian Pillman, like just like insane character like Stone Cold something like that where it's just like you know unhinged but like even in his uh times when he had that match with the lawyer like he could have did he could have been a little bit more creative on like destroying this dude and the match was just boring it was really a boring match and uh I don't, I don't know man like I don't even know who John Moxley can feud with that would make it like Jericho bought the best out of Moxley. After that, Moxley has not been able to bring the best out of anybody else. You know, since you said that, um, we see him feuding with Lance Archer. Actually, the rematch to their U.S. title match in uh, New Japan. That's why I thought that Lance Archer was the best man for him to win. You get to go back and you have somebody who can master brutality uh, that John Moxley will thrive on. You know, MJF just wasn't a good match for to go up and go after the title with him. Uh, it's just not believable for MJF to beat a John Moxley. You know, so. So uh, let me ask you this: Do you think Lance Arch is the man to dethrone John Moxley off that uh that uh that mountain? You know, the thing is, they got to pull the trigger on somebody. But the thing is, is that now you look in the future and say, who does Lance Archer feud with as soon as he wins the title? It could be Brian Cage, Eddie Kingston. If it's going to be Brian Cage, why don't they just slap the title on Brian Cage and make him legitimate? Right. That's true. They could have yeah, they could have ran the whole battle royal with uh, Lance Archer and then let the two monsters collide. You know, and I would have loved to see that too. But the thing is, is that I think that if you're going to go back and you're going to preserve Moxley, I think that Moxley has to take that Tomasa Champa angle that he never lost. He got injured and he had to vacate the title and he never lost. Then he comes back on a, on a hunt for his title. 
you know what I'm saying? Give give Moxley a little time away where he cools down as far as people being like, ah, he's, he's you know, give, give us some time to miss, miss Moxley. So when he comes back, you know, we're, we're excited to see Moxley and we want Moxley to get his belt back. I think that's what they should do. I mean, they're doing it with damn Darby Allen, who takes every three months off. This dude's getting COVID pay. He's the only wrestler who's getting COVID pay. I cannot tell if wrestling hair guy's camera is frozen or if he's like, like, God, this is is a talented individual, ladies and gentlemen. Wrestling hair guy, what's on TV right now? Now I'm, I'm watching the NBA series. With who? Well, it's already over, but it was LA with Houston. I won't even ask who won that game. <laughs> yeah, LA took it. I, you know, I ain't asked because I hate that. I hate that ball this front. But Houston's gonna still take it. It's gonna take the series. Oh. So. Overall, what do you guys think about this review? Uh, you know what, though? AEW was doing a review that sets up their storytelling to start shifting some characters. I think that this was a solid pay-per-view that started changing around some, uh, some storylines and stuff and moving characters in different directions. So I think it was a solid pay-per-view for storytelling aspect to go back and pull some characters in different directions. Give them a first take. You know, you know we, we didn't talk about it. Um, I will. I forgot to talk about it, but Will Hops. This, okay, we, he's been losing on AEW Dark like, I don't know, seven years, right? And Seven years. So, <laughs> He, he did the Casino Battle Royale, and he, 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 he looks legit. I was surprised he was even in there. He was in the final five. And he, he looks very impressive. And today, watching AEW Dark, he won his first match. You think AEW, you think AEW is finally pushing uh, Will Hobbs, who's also you know an African-American male? What, they've been getting criticized for not pushing um, black wrestlers. I mean, but that goes back to what we talked about before with black wrestlers falling into a certain caricature where they're either like super hype or they're dancing, you know what I'm saying, a la rich swan, or they, they come out as the angry black man or angry black female, a la big swole, and you know, you got to be a little loud or whatever. You can't be thoughtful, you can't be tactical, you can't be, you know, different things like that and I think it's time to change that narrative because then you have more rocked out characters um, you know why, why can't you have a why can't you have an uh, character like uh, well you're not going to get Pineapple Pete be like Seth Rollins but you know I mean you just like to see some different sides to these characters and stuff right right speaking of Pineapple Pete where the fuck is Pineapple Pete He's about to join the Dark Order. <laughs> oh, fuck. What number would you get a Pineapple Pete if you joined the Dark Order? What number is available? 
I don't know. Anna J is at ninety nine. Brad Tate asked the expert Nasty Leroy is, or is he stuck? Was Nasty Leroy stuck on him? It looks like he was frozen. Is a girl frozen? His camera is frozen. Yeah. You forgot to fight on. It was super sleepy. I'm come back in. Yeah. Leroy did this last podcast. Often get back on. This is gonna be hilarious if the same thing happens twice. You can see me. I mean, yeah, we can see half of your face. <laughs> it doesn't move. It stays solid. Doesn't move at all. Congratulations to Finn Balor becoming the new NXT champion. Wait, wait, what? Yep, y'all called it. I wanted Adam Cole, but Finn Balor went over. I forgot NXT came on today. I'm wow. That's why your boy covers everything else. Should we should we talk about that when we come back to break? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> talk about Pineapple Pete. It's going to be back. I got a feeling they're going to use him again. When he'll be back on AEW. That's a bad thing. Jobbing his ass off. Like fuck. Give that brother a win, like at least one win. One. Pentagon and them haven't won either. <laughs> I think they're gonna have. I think personally, Real Hop is gonna be. Um. He's either gonna be uh, tag teaming with with uh, Sean Dean, or he might be doing something with the FTW Championship. I was thinking that too. I I really think. Because I think there is some kind of feud probably going to happen between him and Cage. Because Khan did say that he wants to do something real big with the LTW Championship. And it does make sense that Will Hop start getting this. Uh, he looks suppressive in the Battle Royal and start getting a push on AEW Dark. Hell, he might have a match tomorrow. You know, just to get that winning streak going to, to make him a top contender for that match. But to be honest with you, the baddest motherfucker that should be owning that that fucking title is not Brian Cage. We all know that title belongs to Eddie Kingston. Yeah, I agree. He should be holding that title. When that's gonna be a legitimate title. Eddie Kingston should be no one contender. That's 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 what I think. Um, there's a First person lined up to lose to Brock. I think Gage put FTW title, but I think also for right now they're gonna give you real hops. The challenge for the title, so they're gonna build them up. Alright, folks. We're gonna go in to our final break. So we'll be right back. Hey, how's it going, guys? This is Bad News Vaughn here, professional fighter. Just to tell you that you can get your very own Bad News Vaughn Pro Wrestling Tees t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and go get it. ProWrestlingTees.com. We're all your pro wrestling t-shirt needs. Now buy the damn t-shirt. All right. Welcome back to the 810 Podcast. 
and we're gonna wrap things up pretty soon. Um, any final thoughts from you guys? Uh, hey, I like to start out by saying I'm pretty proud of the maturity shown by you guys this week because last week we got off the rails and we called a lot of people out and we insulted a few people. Leroy, you know, I got to start with you. This week you did not start by calling out anybody. You almost did it, but you draw, you drew back and, you know, you did your thing, Vaughn. Yay, you know, you could have went through your list, your, your laundry list of people you don't like and wrestling hair guy. I don't know who you don't like, but you've been smiling this whole time. Either your TV likes you very much, but you're too nice to actually call somebody out in the call out hour. You know what? This is my podcast, and I'm going to talk my shit. Oh, God, here we go. See, you see, you gave the comment too early. You know, I'm bad news, Vaughn, and I have to deliver some bad news. And I got to deliver some bad news to one Kevin Matthews. Oh, Lord. You over, yeah, your boy. He's over there deep talking a fucking oh. banana right now with a ferret on his fucking neck, looking at him like, "What the fuck are you doing, deep talking this fucking banana? Go work on your career, you fucking sad motherfucker." You know, he, and, and he thinks he knows about MMA, but he fucking don't. He's just some fucking mark that's fucking watching cage fighting and shit. You don't know shit, Kevin Matthews. Quit faking your uh, goddamn knee injury, and you know I'm actually. I think I'm officially challenging you to a fucking fight. You know, how about you come down here to fucking Detroit and use some of that MMA knowledge to get your ass blessed on your fucking chin? Come get blessed, my child. Come see me in the cage. Because you're going to get knocked out. I got you a pillow uh, with golden letters on it. It says KM with a mint on it. And you're going to get knocked the fuck out, sir. I don't like you. Go fuck yourself. I hope you get hit by a fucking truck. Hey, i like to note that Leroy has left the chat. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, those, 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 are, those are big lines of, you know, words and opinions, you know, calling out who he has to call out. Wrestling hair guy, who would you like to call out? I don't want to call out no one, you know. You know what? I'll call out somebody for wrestling hair guy. Wrestling hair guy likes to call out poor people, okay? Because he can't. <laughs> poor people, wrestling hair guy does not know your struggles, nor does he care to know your struggles, okay? And when he shits, it sounds like Sonic coins, okay? So the thing is that this guy is a walking monopoly man. So when you see him, don't talk to him, okay? Unless you got a rich conversation to have, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, when we end this episode, can we play Ted DiBiase's music? I gotta fucking find that fucking song. Oh, shit. I probably gotta edit it a little bit later. Listen, I don't even have anybody to call out. It's been a good week. I'm an uncle for the eighth time. Welcome to the world, Nova Reese. Your uncle is an asshole. I'll always be an asshole, but I'll be your favorite asshole, buddy. So, Congratulations, yeah, man. Can't wait to see. That's why I'm drinking wine, and I do because I still have to be to work. Leroy? Leroy. Are you, are you Leroy? okay? Is, is he rejoining the chat? He, I don't know. He's He's gone. 
listen, it's good for business that Leroy left the chat. He could not be involved in certain things. It was a conflict of interest. I think I still have to mention somebody that us. It is a good sign that Leroy has left because we'll see Leroy September 19th in Alaska. Vaughn's got merchandise coming. We're working on a few great things coming out for Vaughn. Wrestling hair guy will probably be somewhere in his vault taking laps, swimming around like Scrooge McDuck. And, uh, you know... You know, you know where to find me. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> that ends it. Uh, thank you for joining the, uh, the, the uh, fucking 810 podcast. Um, tune in next week. Wrestling here. Hopefully be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> we might have Scott Stutter. We might not. Um, if not, we'll next strongest guy in the room, and that's Party Marty. Marty. We also might not have Leroy. We might not. We might. We might not. <laughs> How was I said? We'll replace Leroy with Mariah. Oh, yes, that's yes, that. yeah. So we'll probably will have her on here. Suspicion of wrestling knowledge. Uh, yeah, congratulations yeah. to Finn Balor. Didn't know you won the title, but keep on tucking, trucking. Whatever it's called. From you, Finn Balor. should have been Adam Cole. Like <laughs> demoted one in the NXT title. He was in the main roster and they demoted him. He I don't call that a demotion. I, I don't think it's a demotion. Like, with what's going on over there, he, he can go on Twitch. He doesn't have to worry about stuff that the main roster guys have to worry about. You know? <laughs> Damn. You go on Twitch. Hey, let me ask you a question, okay? So the thing is that these guys as third-party characters can't go over there and be on Twitch or on YouTube and stuff like this, okay? So now you're going to tell me Finn Balor, he can't be on Twitch, but the demon can be on Twitch, okay? I I don't know. I, I guess they have to use their fucking real names. Like, Paige has changed her name to wherever her birth name is. Same with uh, Austin Creed. Well, I think well, we Austin Creed already has been Austin Creed. Oh, I know what Paige's uh, name is. I didn't want to butcher it. Soraya. Oh, whoa, whoa, he lives. Whoa, my. Leroy's here. I do got to tell a story. Leroy tried to tell me about how hot. Are we not recording no more? Nope. No, we're, we're, we're still on the air. <laughs> God damn it. I tried to do the outro, but yeah, we're, we're still on the air. It wasn't part of this. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we know this. Leroy tried to tell me how hot Paige was at one time wrestling hair guy. I'm like, oh, no, not her. I'm like, this chick needs some sun. I'm like, she looks sick. And so... You know her her videos leaked online. I said I said keyword. You need to watch out because I dated a lot of guard chicks and they they out here they they some freaks out here. That's what I said. The greatest keyword ever. Brad Maddox and Xavier Woods. Let's they need to go. This is this is before I even knew (laughs) the stuff came out. I told him. I said Dwayne. I said. Trust me, I dated a lot of golf chicks. They freaks out here. 
Hold on. Trust me, she fine as hell, too. Hold on. Did you say all chicks? Huh? <laughs> 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 oh, I will die. Did they make you call daddy? Like, what are we talking about here? What? Like, I, said, I said gothic chicks are some freaks out here. That's what I said. And I said, bitch, is fine. Yeah, and you know, but I, I gave you your props, and to this day, I'll give you your props. After I saw that video and I found out that she was a high-performance vehicle, sir, I said, you know what, Paige is good to go, okay? And you know what, every time she screamed, this is my house, I said, you know what, baby, it is your house, okay? Here's the key, it's under the mat, I'm waiting, okay? <laughs> Paige, that's okay, patient for you to come on and join. Uh, you know, I understand that you a... You have like Golden Corral, you can uh, pull down on the handle and get a chopped and vanilla swirl. You know, Damn. <laughs> you know Leo is going to have to go to sensitivity training after this fucking episode through AEW. Well, <laughs> Leroy is not part of this chat right now, okay? I only think the wrestling hair guy and uh, Vaughn, we're probably going to get banned from AEW events, so we're going all out tonight, okay? <laughs> so, uh, and the page isn't even on the roster. She still works for the company. I don't know what the fuck she does, but is she on a legend yeah. contract or something? Or? No, I mean, she's like an ambassador. ambassador. We're talking about AEW. We're talking about AEW. I just got to aim to go to a WWE event right now. I would. You could just be at Thunderdome. Be virtual. Not to be confused with Dunderfoot, um, buddies. Listen, I wouldn't even pay to go to WrestleMania next year. Hey, that's supposed to be in Hollywood, but we're not. That That's going to suck. I think they're going to move it to Tampa. They said they want to move it back to Tampa, so I don't know. I just want my streak to keep going. That's why I keep going. Wrestling here, but but let's listen. Let's let's close this podcast with one question: Just how rich are you? I'm not rich. I just book. I want to know. I want I just book everything in advance. That's why you get everything cheaper. I mean, Vince McMahon books everything in advance and still can't do it right. But I mean, come on, what's what's the difference? What is, what is wrestling here, guys? Secret? Are you like the secret million dollar man's uh, son? He's a secret agent for WWE, okay? Nah, I'm not like the Brock Lesnar guy or that green shirt guy. I just book everything in advance. I, I hate his modesty. I, I really do hate it. <laughs> like, I hate it with a passion. Like, the, the, the one thing he can do is just be like, yeah, listen, you poor bastards. <laughs> Wanna get like me? What you gotta do? <laughs> Fantastic. I think that's a good way to get the podcast. Everybody's gonna pay. All right. That will do it for the A10 podcast. I see you guys next week. Thank you for wrestling hair guy for joining on. Thank you to Milk God and Nasty Leroy. We'll see Stop, I'm week. not here. You, you are here. Sorry, buddy. <laughs>
Yeah. Play it loud. Yeah. I will not allow anybody else to try and break me down. Nah. Time to make a point. Let them know that I'm the greatest around. Y'all about to watch an insurrection. It's my time to make a statement. I'm about to interject it. I don't care about your perception. I'm likely to just reject it. I hope you're ready, cause it's the resurrection of perfection. Yeah. I will not allow anybody else yeah. to try and break me down. Break me down. Break me, break me down. Nah. Break me down. Time to make a point. Let them know that I'm the greatest around. Yeah. Y'all about to watch an insurrection. Yeah. It's my time to make a statement. Yeah. I'm about to interject it. Yeah. I don't care about yeah. your perception. Yeah. I'm likely to just yeah. reject it. Yeah. I hope you're ready. Yeah. Cause it's the resurrection yeah. of yeah. the Flow, 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 yeah. 